parental discretion is advised. What's up, folks? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk about the present, the past, and the future of Daniel Bryan. Boy, do we love wrestling. We cover some indie wrestling, as we always do. Of course, we talk to you, the fans. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Stick around. This edition of Wrestling Mayhem Show is brought to you by... Check out the insane Fans Bring the Weapons match at Unleashed 5 and the surprising championship tournament at the upcoming Resurrection DVD and digital download release. Find out more at rwalive.com. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show number 379. It's July 23rd, 2013. We have an incredible show for you tonight. No more messing around, folks. It was just test shows up until tonight. Tonight, we get serious. Joining me this week, as always, my producer, Sorgatron. Hello, LB. Uh, yes, this is a very, very serious Wrestling Mayhem show. I hope uh, you're having a very solemn and thoughtful night over there. Absolutely. Straightforward, to the point. That's our new motto. Folks, joining us uh, very remotely, reporting from the Deep South, Eamon, a.k.a. WrestleFan. It's, uh, I'm glad uh, for uh, being a part of this conversation uh, we are definitely going to be discussing some very serious things, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll learn a little bit tonight. Excellent, Eamon, Good to see you're in good health. And joining us with the weather is the one and only Weatherman Riz. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was good. I think that's as serious as we can get, folks. That was you can find us at our home wrestling mayhem show uh, you can also find us just about anywhere else. There are quality podcasts in the world. Don't look for us in Walmart. Don't look for us in Target. They only run the bad podcasts. You can listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, WebOS phones. That's right. You can find us anywhere. Uh, you can listen to us on Stitcher, uh, which is, incidentally, smart radio for your phone. You can find us on Downcast, Podcruncher, and, yes, even the generic iOS app uh, for podcasts that only works about half the but time. One of the, what if, sec- one of the one billion. One of the one billion. That's exactly right, folks. But ours is the best. That's the difference. Go over to iTunes, do a little search for Wrestling Mayhem Show, and leave us an iTunes comment. Uh, rate us high, because then we'll make more. Mm-hmm. You what can watch us more? every Tuesday night, right about 9 o'clock, at WrestlingMayhemShow.BlipTV. Is that right? Uh, no, no. It's live.sorgatronmedia.com. I've been meaning to... Uh, 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 fixed that the last couple of weeks live.sorgatronmedia.com right, right. you can join us in the chat room uh, uh, live uh, but we are also on Blip TV if you want to look for us there and on Roku devices via the Blip TV app and YouTubes exactly youtube.com slash wrestling mayhem show folks mm-hmm. you look like fucking hobos I am dead serious you look like shit what is wrong with you what the fuck are you wearing 
You need to be dressed like a gentleman. The only way you can achieve that is heading over to ProWrestlingTees.com and buying some uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show t-shirts. There's some great stuff over there, and then there's some great stuff coming up. Um, The greatest of all, however, the best offering that we here at the Wrestling Mayhem Show can give to you, our flesh and blood, our very own little baby, the Wrestling Mayhem Show app. It's incredible, folks, and for the low, low price of $1.99, you can get unprecedented access to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can get gold, which is something that we record specially for your ass. You can get full episodes of the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, archived as far back as uh, your granddaddy. That's right. Your granddaddy listened to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Keep the tradition alive. There it is. Sorg's got it up. Uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show had just $1.99. Full episodes, uh, video and audio. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. And if you don't own it, what the fuck are you doing? Go and buy a shirt to clothe your filthy hobo ass. Go and buy this $1.99 app to clothe your filthy hobo phone and, in, and just indulge yourself in the mayhem. Folks, like I said, every Tuesday night, here we are, Wrestling Mayhem Show. And if you really, really want to make an impact, if you want to be famous worldwide, worldwide, uh, celebrity even, at least a week, at least a week, you give us an email. What's that email? Good times. Yes. Good times. <laughs> That's right, folks. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, or you can give us a call. And this is important because we want to hear those sweet, sensuous voices. 412-206-WMS0. That's 412-206-9670. Oh, speaking of which, we got some people who want to talk to us. Sorg, where do we start? Oh, we got one uh, right up top. I believe Eamon called this one. I did, because it is spectacular. Uh, We got one from our resident lady, one leg kick TKO. Uh, she She replies to us, Dear Wrestling Mayhem Show, Which horrifying, grotesque monstrosity parading itself as a representation of someone in the WWE do you like the most in the cover art for Mick Foley's new comic book? My heart wants to say Stone McFoley up in the top right corner, but my eyes always get drawn to Moonface Jack Swagger, so I've got to go with him. And she uh, left a picture for reference, and I don't know, uh, is that up? I, I'll be able to bring it up in a minute, but I'm sorry. I'm, uh... well, well, I know I know. us uh, can see it. Uh, what, what is your personal favorite? I have to point out, uh, one Randall Keith Orton uh, in the uh, top left looking like he just did something sneaky. He looks like he just, you know, he looks like he did something bad. He has, and he has a uh, who me sort of face, and it's it's pretty entertaining. No, the best one, top left corner, right next to Hornswoggle. Ah, uh, of course. Who's that? He he looks like he just pooped in somebody's bag, <laughs> and he's yeah, laughing he about it. it. The great Cully <laughs> is just standing there with like, I'm gonna get you. Look at that face. Look at that face. Audio listeners, he, he is giving a weird look. Everybody else, because we don't have it on the screen yet. <laughs> oh, shit. On, I'm a big fan of what, what appears to be... Um, who the fuck is that? Just a generic rat-faced guy in the in the W there. Oh, and, and there's like right in the middle of it? I think that's Miz. Wait, oh, Ricardo you- Rodriguez? Wow, this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is like those bad like 80s pictures of 
politicians. Are you talking about Ricardo Rodriguez, like right near the W? No, no, in the the top of the W. Who's this? Who's this at the bottom looking Who sneaky? Who is that? Is that my Quackenbush? What the is hell? Supposed to be, <laughs> is that supposed to be RVD? What's wrong with 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 CM Punk's face? I I I. I don't know what what they're thinking. I really I, Who's I, I like this how shit? Kane is looking happy and still disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Undertaker looks nothing like the Undertaker. Also, who's the black who, guy above Kane? Who is this guy in the middle? What is going on? Who's who's the person next to Ryback with the ponytail? Who the fuck That's is RVD, that? is it? Oh, man. Is it RVD? I think no. it's RVD's not blonde. He looks like he's doing this thing. I'm going to tweet this out to you guys so you can see, uh, see it. It's, it's, like, a, it's at Mayhem heck, Show. Who, who's next to uh, Zeb Coulter? And why does he have crater in his ear? It's it's nuts. Uh, let's, let's move on. We'll put this out there for the people. Let's get this in the in the chat room and, and they can <laughs> talk pretty about glorious. it. They actually have it in the chat room uh, already. So, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. This is... Oh, oh. wow. Uh, like it continues, uh, a reversal of last week's inquiry. What is your favorite internationally named move? Mm. I have to go with the German suplex. It is, after all, the best suplex. Though the Egyptian destroyer is pretty great, too. Osirian Portal is back. Yay! Oh, and since Eamon can't follow the rules, I'm assigning him the Alabama slam. I expect three pages on that subject waiting in my inbox before next week's show begins. Uh, I can already start it off. The Alabama Slam is an amazing move that was perfected by the worst wrestler on the face of the planet. <laughs> Don't you dare say that about Hardcore Holly. I'm going yeah, to- I will say that about Hardcore Holly. What, what about you, LB? Oh, no. No? No? Riz? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican surfboard. All right. Right. Done. I'm going to go with the Texas Cloverleaf because let's face it, they're not wait, really a wait. state. Oh, they're not. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, I got it. Um, okay. I'm going I'm to go for the most international of all, man- all maneuvers and do the around the world slam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look at you. All right. That's uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm blanking on a lot of like moves on that one. Um, uh, Canadian Destroyer. Canadian Destroyer. Uh, Canadian Maple Leaf from mm-hmm. Bobby. That's good. Indian Deathlock. Well, that's a nationality. It's from India. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's out of Irish Whip, European Punjab, Uppercut, Punjabi Spanish pun. Fly. Wow, these guys. Irish, the chat room's Irish got Irish Whip is the best one. Wow. Wow. We are, we are not um, on our toes for this question. Thank you, chat room. Not at all. Punjabi Who was it? Wasn't it? Was it Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels, like, real early in his career, used to do uh, the Jew kick. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Just a straight juke. Kick. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is that all right? <laughs> that oh, in the chat, they're saying Native American Deathlock. Oh. <laughs> Irish Whip, that's a good one. Yep, yep. She finishes with, finally, I just want to say thank you for all the yelling the past shows have had. Okay. Far too often there are podcasts slash radio shows where the hosts sound to be a step away from making out. Looking at you, Meltzer and Alvarez. Hmm. But luckily, the only emotion present on the Wrestling Mayhem show is virulent fucking hatred for one another. Hey, it's a real I, breath of fresh air. I disagree with that. friend, leg kick TKO. I disagree with that because there there are times when I want to, you know, make out with Lunchbox on this show. That's true. 
Yeah, see, that's true. That that's very true. I've had that my tongue true. in uh, each and every one of our, my co-hosts this week at some point or another. So, I guess it's just who's on the show that week. Really. Hey, lunchbox, um, lunchbox, right there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Audio listeners don't even know what the hell is going on, and they'll make to know. like kick TKO then happy then Riz. Oh, you. You filthy, you, you filthy, dirty man. No. What? No, Riz. No. You say yes. think about what you did. I, I don't have no. to think what I did, sir. How no. dare you? Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Guys, no. guys, 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 no. guys. Shut it's up, Russell fan. <laughs> We're missing our a key point. We're missing something that you we shut forgot your, to mention. You on this shut show. your fucking mouth. You shut it. No, I have to mention of how much of our, a celebrity our host Sorg is now. No, you don't have to mention That's that. True. Not on this show. That's yes, true. That's do. true. No, yes, no, we're we going to talk about it. Sorg was on the news. We're going to talk about it. Sorg. <laughs> Sorg. We're going to talk about this now. You were on the Sorg news. Sorg was on the local news. I'm just going to keep saying the word celebrity until I hear someone in the New York area <laughs> shitting their pants in anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, callbacks uh, to previous episodes. All right, next so, email. Uh, we got another email. Let's, zero. Let's move on. Oh, zero? Yes. I'll get it. Uh, hey, people of Mayhem, just some things that need to be mentioned. Number one, that raw main event. I add, shit, son. Uh, two, I don't care what you think. Chris Saban as the world champion is amazing, and kudos on TNA for taking the balls you move, even if he ends up being a transitional champion. Uh, and I am unprepared for this next one. Give me one second. And number three, uh, here is a picture of Batista holding a baby raccoon. Oh, I'm curious. <laughs> Now you've piqued my interest. In his mouth? Or it is like holding a baby. Is it like Kevin Rose throwing it down the stairs? Uh, oh, my. Oh, my. Here oh. we go, guys. Here we go. There he is. Baby oh. Oh. Holy shit. That's Rocket Raccoon oh. when he was young. That's what's up. All the emotions. There you go. Uh, number four, ROH's Night of Hoopla was great. It was like ROH's rated R version of Chikara. Go watch it. I was highly recommended to go see it by one JP that we worked with over the weekend. Sorg, um, you're doing it wrong. What? It's not just, it's not Hoopla. Night of Hoopla. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. yes. All right, it was been a while. I, I, don't, I have not been following it as much as I want to, right? Uh, so the last time I got to see it was like, you know, uh, when they're in town here. Uh, number f- five, uh, when the camera doesn't show Cena's title in his new shirt, it becomes quite a suggestive t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. And by petition... I, I really want... Yes? I really want the back of his shirt, like the front says, the champ is here, and the back to just say, the champ is my penis. Oh, <laughs> and that's my penis. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, by pet- petition of Mike on Facebook... Celebrity! Celebrity. <laughs> Thank you. Zero. Out. Sent from my PC computer. Ah. Excellent. Uh, LB, I think you got a big one coming up here. See? Oh. 
wrong axe. Ready? I was, you know, I was thinking about the accent thing, and I remember when um, I forget his name. Who was it that used to used to write in, and I would I would read them in a black voice. Who was that? <laughs> I don't wasn't it a black person, Mister Techwood Drive or something? I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was right because he, he, he would such he would say the n word, and I would say ninja. Yes. What does that have to do with this? I'm, nothing. I just I just seem to read a lot of emails and accents. That's all. <laughs> Lunchbox. Yes, sir. Re- read the damn email. Whoa! I read. You know what, Riz? You know what? I'm gonna what? read the email. Read, read I'm that read email. The email. And read also, email. I love you. Right okay. There. What do you got? Uh, what do you got to say about that? It's me. It's me. It's it. Big PPC, motherfucking fan of the motherfucking year. Holy gauntlet match, Batman! I always enjoy gauntlet matches. That Daniel Bryan match was amazing. Raw was overall pretty good. Is we looking forward to SummerSlam, Punk and Brock, and other matches? The Real Americans and Ryback versus Daniel Bryan match that could not be better. A gauntlet match should happen once every two months or so. TNA, not bad. Chris Seven. Questions. So, if you could make a dream gauntlet match, what would it be? Debray versus Engel, and then versus Brock, and then versus RVD versus Bret Hart. Till next week, it's been me. It's been me. It's been at Big PPC. Take care, Mayhem Crew. Sent from my FN. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, if you could make a dream gauntlet match, what would it be? Oh, shit. <sighs> Well, I mean, it's good, good for the, no, good no, for no. the listeners. Let's, let's think about the gauntlet match. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because, I mean, whenever we... Are we ever excited to see a gauntlet match? Like really? I was last night. We were last night. Like, this is a rare instance. I think that almost... Though, I mean, it was our dream, as in there was a good match well, right in the center of it. Right? Usually, and, and a good match before it. Yeah. Usually they have... have any of the matches. Usually they have, like... Okay, we're gonna have this guy face low-level talent, go up to like a medium, maybe tougher talent, to superstar. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, we'll go, we'll go this guy, this guy, this guy, and they're all good. So it was a weird thing to see on Raw. Yeah. Pay-per-view maybe, but Raw. Really on pay-per-view? You expect Mate, to see something like that on pay per view? No, this nah. is a well, just just well, well, just one. That. And by the way, I think it is the most effective gauntlet use I've seen mm-hmm. up to this yeah, point. Yeah, because there was oh, no yeah. jo- there was no, there were no jobbers in there at all. Because well, you because and there was also a story. Bad he had a story, and I think he accurately proved himself with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you you got to do something with Ryback. Yes, I know that was the all man. Really, we have to do this now. But I mean, like him and uh, Cesaro had a 
fantastic match in the middle of that, which made yeah, it even fantastic, more fantastic. Fantastic can't even describe it. No. Match, no. Of, match of the year. Match of the goddamn year. And doesn't it seem Seriously. like we're saying that a lot on Raw this year? No, yeah. th- nothing Nothing is going to top that. Yeah, th- I, I know, I know. And we've had really good ones, like damn good ones recently. Um, but yeah, that's definitely up there, right? But so. this yeah. is, this is, this is like what, when Punk and Brian was up in, in the main event at, I forget, I think it was WrestleMania, wasn't it? When they, and that was when Brian broke out. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian and Cesaro there, and Brian's doing the same thing with Cesaro. He's now, they're not, they're now seeing that he can carry a match as well. Mm-hmm. as good as Daniel Bryan, who is a WWE title contender. And I love that, because it really is, I think, just showing, like, the, I feel like, and I said this during the Hangout, I feel like those two just fought for their lives last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. was just so fantastic. Uh, hey, yeah, apparently the critics out there that are saying that Bryan and Cesaro, like, can't make it, mm-hmm. and they're boring or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you're dumb. Yeah. You're, you're, you're all the dumb. <laughs> who, who is saying that, though? Like, there are, are you people really hearing that a lot. This, this is a people. this is a behind the scenes hey, word, apparently. Hey guys, oh, no, we, no, no, we, no, 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 no. Even on the internet, gonna... there's it's not you know your Ring of Honor fans or anything like that, but it's there are people that really doubt that Brian and Cesaro will ever do anything in the WWE. They, them, Wyatt. I know how you're playing that. Um, <laughs> so, we're, so we're, okay. I think a big yeah. Go ahead. I think a big part of the reason why the gauntlet match worked so well last night is because it was believable that Daniel Bryan could have lost every one of those matches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The last yeah. time, the last few times they used the gauntlet match, let's see, I know Cena was in one, you had Ryback, you had Big Show, all fucking with like, you know, the tag team division and everything like that in these yeah. huge gauntlet matches. Um, and you knew that, no, they weren't losing anything. But you know, but Daniel Bryan genuinely could have lost any one of those matches. And I hate, I do hate like tag team gauntlet matches. You're right. I guess that does that does happen uh, on pay per views. Um, but I hate it when they do that. Give me a give me a fatal four way or something. But fuck a gauntlet match. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any it doesn't make any sense to me when for that for a belt. You drop the champions in. I don't know, maybe third. You drop them last. You don't know how these are picked. You know, somebody like right. you throw a heel in there last to swoop in the last minute and and pick the bones. Come on, guys, really? It's very much playing by the numbers. And th- like you said, this was a story that played out. Exactly. It made you know it was compelling. I believe that at any point in time, you know, the game brand could have gotten beat by any one of those men. Mm-hmm. And, and I think so. I guess the answer to this is like it, I, I don't think either, any of us ever thought about a dream gauntlet match, but last night I think fulfilled those promises. I do. What you do? You do have one. I do have one. Okay. Uh, I, I know. See, I am. I am not. I am not dissing your question. I am going to answer it. Mark Henry <laughs> is the gaunt, is the guy who's going into the gauntlet. He's the gauntlet team. Yeah, he's the gauntlet team. Or the gauntlet turf. <laughs> no, no. Is it gauntlet turf or gauntlet you know, Yeah, it would be the gauntlet no, turf. Yeah, Who is he wrestling? Who does he wrestle now? He is wrestling. <laughs> first, The first leg, Yoshitatsu. I love what it's going. Second leg, Zack Ryder. Okay, I follow. Third leg, 
just because I saw him on my television for the first time in God knows how long, Alex Riley. And there's your gauntlet. Just have him squash everybody. I I see what you did there. And what I had in mind was kind of a reverse. Either take somebody very small, like Rey Mysterio or Sin Cara, or someone that we're not generally fans of, like um, uh, like Zack Ryder, or you got your, or even your Yoshitatsu. And the gauntlet is <laughs> the gaunt- uh, the gauntlet is Great Kali. Okay, I'm, I'm and then interested. Big Show, and then Andre the Giant. <laughs> Just increasing in size and bulk. As you go so, up. so you'll have you have a time machine there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, he put Bret Hart into his, and I figured oh, that oh, meant yeah, you know, yeah. Bret Hart in his yeah. prime. So, yep. Good point. All right. We got another email here from uh, well, Bobby. Number one. <laughs> what? what? Number one. Randy Orton wasn't on the road. No, I'm sorry. That's not. Hey, I'll, 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 want me to do it? You want? Okay. If you want, okay. I'll do it. Do it. Do it in the accent. No, he doesn't have an accent. He's from Johnstown. <laughs> Do it in Johnstown accent. <clears throat> Number one. That is not Randy an Orton underwater wasn't impression. on Raw. <laughs> Number two. Cesaro and Brian made me made me want to be a better man <laughs> and a wrestling fan. Okay. Three. Pandas eat bamboo shoots. Okay. Shoots. Roman numeral four. Where was the family? My house. House? Oh, you mean that? Oh, you mean that family? I don't know what they are. And dollar sign. Ava Marie seemed like a nice lady. <laughs> no, no, Bobby, Bobby. I P.S. know. P.S. Randy Orton was it on Raw? Good night, Bobby <laughs> of J Town. There you go. Uh, well, yeah, the family wasn't there, and Big Show wasn't there. What the hell? But also, Randy Orton was there. But Randy Orton did, I believe, get injured on SmackDown. So allegedly injured. injured. So there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something came up. Who knows? Maybe they're going somewhere else with them. Maybe this is going to become a SmackDown thing. Because somebody maybe didn't like them. Because I know they were on main event last week. Maybe that's a move. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll be a main event's picture. You're just going to have to watch it Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Nothing got oh, voice 42. Now. What? Nothing. Go on. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm very sorry. Go on. So, uh, th- but we do have a voicemail. Probation. If he decides to do something, 
do something stupid with Jake Paul, bring his mouth to another title run. Okay. If you get the title, basically saying you cannot fuck up at this point where you're fired. Period. End of story. That's why they did that. Number two, I'm in for the Wyatt family. I was mad, still, still, because promo videos not equal good characters. See, Kazari. Now, now that I've actually oh, seen him do something Kizarni. more than just smash the shit out of Kane and stare at him, I'm in. Bray Wyatt, I'm in. Love that promo. That was fantastic. Plus, I would love to know if he actually said something to our truth or if he just, like, gave me a kiss before he hit the finish. That shit was cool. Three, Rob Van Dam. They did that to bring his older wrestling fans who have kids who already watch wrestling. Kids watching wrestling going, you know, that shit crazy for John Cena. Then they throw, they throw up that little promo and Rob Van Dam comes back. Dad's excited. He's like, Rob Van Dam? I haven't heard that name in years. He watches that shit, watches the Money in the Bank match, Watches Raw. Now he's happy. Now he's watching wrestling again. Or I bought on a product, kid. Number two for Rob Van Dam. Wrestle family were not even close. Rob Van Dam didn't get an actual WWE title run until 2006. The Rock was a super mega star in like 99, 2000, 2001. Just like five years. Also, ECW was only available in like select markets. Here he never got it. You had to live in like Pittsburgh, Philly, or New York in order to get it. ECW was awesome for what it was, but it certainly wasn't everywhere. Uh, and finally, who wants to use those in the Shield match? Because that shit was incredible and gave me tightness to my pants. This is control fucking diggity, and you're fucking welcome. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. F diggity. I do this every time. Fuck you for saying it. The F. Specialist. Think like shit in here. There you go. Uh, so, so laying into uh, our thoughts on RPD there last week. There, wrestle fan, Amen. Yeah, no, I, I'm never gonna explain it to anyone. <laughs> I'm never gonna explain it. Right, it's okay. Right. Whatever. Right. You guys like it? That's cool. Yeah, we like it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, with that, anybody else got any comments on the Bo F Diggity Town? Nope. I agree with Boa Diggity. Yes, always with the Boa. I like it when he eats biscuits. And Matt Car- Carlin's <laughs> likes it when he says his name. Guys, with that, hey, that's the first segment we're checking out. Uh, that's uh, all the fan interactions, uh, not to mention all the interactions are going to be going with us all night at live.sorgatronmedia.com uh, in the chat. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to go to the Indie Minute, but first we're going to touch base and get back to Serious Town as uh, DJ Lunchbox here uh, brings us a little PSA by you and your friends, and the Avengers. We'll be right back. Command points. Unstable ISO. Gold bars. These might seem like harmless words, but they're actually terms of addiction. Hi, I'm DJ Lunchbox of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. The Facebook game Avengers Alliance claims over $750,000 every five hours. Just as many lives each and every month. If you or someone you know is being abused by freemium games using beloved childhood characters to manipulate their wallets and time, call the number below. Get them help. Talk to them. Tell them you care. Remember, it's never too late to avenge your friends.
thanks, DJ Lunchbox. That was very insightful of you. I appreciate what you just said right now. And now it's time <laughs> for a little segment we like to call the Indie Minute, where we talk about indie wrestling. Indie because Minute! It's something you, because it's something that you should care about. Yes. Yes. Take, take last night's Raw, for example. Trust me. It's something you should care about. Um, that's, so yeah. that's not indie uh, news. What? It's not indie news. I'm just making a point. No, he's making he's a can't... point because I mean, oh, this is something. Making a point. I'm sorry. I saw. I I saw these two go at it in person like several years before. We know what's yeah. coming. Just like the yeah. just like the, the ones of us that knew about the Wyatts before everybody else did, and got yeah. got the tightness Almost. in our pants over it. Almost no. all wrestlers started in the indies. Yeah, yeah. those people that you say that you that Almost. some people like to you know say oh they're just indie wrestlers they may be the people that you love to watch in ten years doing it for money mm. so yeah doing it, uh, the doing first it, doing it. yeah that's how sorry uh, yeah so the first event that is happening soon uh, if you're in the California area I know Alex Carr has mentioned that he wanted me to talk about this PWG Pro Wrestling Gorilla out of Reseda, California is having their Big Ten event on August 9th. That's ironic. Um, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, the main event is a three-way match for the Pro Wrestling Gorilla Championship. Adam Cole versus Kevin Steen versus Drake Younger. Uh, there's tons of amazing talent. They have some of the best talent in the United States uh, and beyond uh, competing uh, for Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Uh, if you want to go check that out, that's ProWrestlingGorilla.com. Go either check out uh, that event, 10, or get your tickets soon for the Battle of Los Angeles, which is coming up in August, late August, um, where, you know, it's going to be a, one of their biggest tournaments of the year. Uh, it's known to be one of their best weekends of the year. Uh, tons of great wrestling. So if you're in the California area, I encourage you to go check them out uh, and go show them some love. Like I mentioned, ProWrestlingGorilla.com for mo more info. And the second thing I want to talk about is actually not an event. It is a bit of a plug. It is a bit of a promotion. Um, and I wanted to put it out there. Uh, you all remember a uh, friend of the show, Gary J, right? Yeah, he was a cool ginger. Yeah, cool ginger. Loves crazy jackets and and all that, all that fun stuff. Uh, he is a top wrestler in the Midwest area. He is someone that uh, doesn't get a whole lot of credit, in my opinion, because he's actually a really phenomenal pro wrestler. And I think he's... Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Something missed. Uh, there we go. And I think he's actually very good. Um, IWA Mid-South, which is back, by the way, guys. Hey. Um, they announced that they're, uh, well, one, from the fact that they're back, but also that they're returning with their annual Ted Petty Invitational, which is their big tournament every year. You know, men have in the independents have used that tournament to sort of break out and get more known. Uh, and uh, they are petitioning uh, you, the fans, can help decide the uh, 24th member. You! Uh, can help decide the 24th member of that tournament. Uh, if you have a favorite indie wrestler, you can, you know, tell them, and hopefully they'll be uh, added as the 24th participant. But I encourage you, because he is sort of getting a lot of people petitioning for him, a lot of people are sort of speaking out that they want Gary J to be that 24th man. I encourage you, if you haven't already, go uh, bug IWA Mid-South either on Twitter or Facebook and tell them, you want Gary J in the Ted Petty Invitational. Uh, he is someone that absolutely deserves it. 
uh, he's not just a friend of the show, but he uh, is an amazingly talented pro wrestler. I can't speak highly enough of him. So go bug IWA Mid-South. Tell them you want Gary J in the Ted Petty Invitational. And, yeah, tell them the Wrestling Mayhem show is at you. Excellent. And the final thing that I want to talk about is the stuff that happened in the Pittsburgh area this weekend for our friends at International Wrestling Cartel. Sorgatron Media was there for Proving Grounds 2. Sorg, how was the show? It was a great show, uh, as as expected. Um, I thought it was a great bit of talent. Your boy uh, Guerva, or whatever his name was. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Yes, I got to talk to him. He's a real cool dude. Real good match with Facade. Um, a few new, uh, you know, uh, Ashley Amherst from, you know, we know him from over at RWA popped in, uh, a couple, uh, new faces popping in from the, uh, uh, training school. So we'll see what goes, how it goes with them. Uh, friends of the show, Andrew Palace and, and, and Brian McDowell with the awesome bowling gimmick just keeps getting better. Um, so, uh, and, and great match with, uh, Jimmy Nuts and, uh, friend of the show, John McChesney. Uh, to top off the show. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of great young talent. Um, you know, nice little kind of sampler of what's going on out there. And uh, really, uh, you know, it actually, match-wise, I think it worked out even better than it did last year. You know, there was a street fight awesome. in the middle that was pretty crazy with uh, uh, Marshall Gambino and, and Chess Flexor and, and the uh, and the um, uh, Blue Collar Scout blue collar slaughterhouse um and all that kind of stuff um it, definitely a really cool show to go to um uh, you know, a lot of real good faces there rj city did not make it so i'm really disappointed with that but i understand that he oh. should be uh coming to uh the the iwc here shortly so uh maybe i think cage fury or so so keep an eye out for that uh so i'm really excited for that uh with their next big cage show coming up uh dvd should be out here uh within the next week uh, for that uh, so go check it out more information for that over at iwcwrestling.com uh, to get that and people's uh, thoughts on uh, how everything shook out from the night so awesome awesome go check that out can, go can check I, out sorry yes can i add one more thing wrestle fan i'm really yes. really surprised that you didn't uh bring this up too much uh and it's the thing that kind of exploded there there was a little bit of a video that popped up uh, uh, on the board by one, I, I'll get the name here in a second, uh, but a little kind of teaser video here where there, Mike Quackenbush pops up. Yeah! I a didn't, new, well, uh, a, a, little, a little bit is unknown about it. I don't know, I don't know exactly what's it about. It'd be Seems like seems like one Mike Quackenbush. That voice is very familiar. Very, that face is very familiar. Well, it's Mike Quackenbush. It's very clearly Mike Quackenbush, and he very yeah, clearly he's a bit says of a stubble, though, so it's going to be the the Wrestle Factory. Um, I listen. I've listened to the Grizzly Bear Egg Cafe. I know Mike Quackenbush when I listen to a Meg Quackenbush. Uh, so very <laughs> excited to see whatever the hell is happening with Hikara. Uh, something is living on there, including the Wrestle Factory, which, you know, as, as, uh, you know, grown, you know, how many great wrestlers out of that we, we've come, seen come from Chicago. One Antonio Cesaro. Cesaro, for instance. Uh, I believe one local G Raver with RWA came from there, I think he said. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, great collection of people that came out of there, you know, 
good to see that's going to continue. And really, I think that was like, you know, still a pretty good base of operations for what becomes to Chikara. So we'll see what they build out of there or convert or change or whatever is going to go on with that. Secondarily, I know Alex Cars, and if uh, he can drop us some opinions here, maybe for next show or so, uh, I know he said he's subscribing to the Wrestling Is slash Chikara stream or downloadable yes. stream or you know, um, you know, all you can eat stream they got going on there. Um, so I'm hoping he can give us kind of an idea what's, you know, how, how that experience is. Um, definitely something I've considered, but again, I've kind of subscribed to too many services at this point between my Netflix and my Hulu and my Marvel Unlimited. So I, I you know, can't really justify the time at the moment. Uh, but definitely one that where if one of those fall out, I get sick of for a little bit, I might pick that up for a little bit, you know? Um, so I, I love that idea because I've been always wanting to go back and watch some of Chikara, but of course I just find the DVDs way too cost prohibitive. So, but I'm willing to drop eight bucks a month on that thing if I have the time. Oh yeah. So, I mean, all the DVDs that you get for that, that's, you know, mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah, that my friends is the indie minute for this week. Awesome. And so with that, let's go to check out what's going on gold this week. What's going on in the RWA? How's that DVD looking for the new Resurrection 4? That was a crazy, crazy uh, uh, mini tournament there for the vacated title. Uh, some really interesting stuff happened there. And then we'll be right back with Remember When. I got a book for you guys. It's called How to Sharpen a Pencil. And I know this sounds like one of those jokes that I have made up in the past, but it is a real, actual, <laughs> in fact, book. Good evening. This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, I'm just going to sit here and gaze into your eyes. No, 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 no. Here's the problem. It's pronounced Sorg. The, what the word you want is want, wanton. 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 Welcome back, folks. Oh, boy, that RWA show. Man, what a swerve at the end. That was absolutely fantastic. Speaking of swerves, we're not going to be speaking about swerves. We're going to get into a little segment that we like to call Remember When. Remember When. Remember When. Remember When. Folks. Boy, Daniel Bryan put on a clinic this week. Uh, he did a fantastic, fantastic work uh, with uh, all those involved, especially Antonio Cesaro. But uh, he wasn't always known as Daniel Bryan. There was a time. There was a time where he was known as the Dragon, the American Dragon. When he was, was he the American Dragon? Mm. Yes. Yes, he was. Okay. All right. Thank you. He was known as the American Dragon. He went by another name. Brian Danielson. That's right, folks. He's uh, he was the man, greatest wrestler in the world before he was the greatest wrestler in the world. And this week on Remember When, we're going to take a little trip through the time machine, the indie time machine, remembering our favorite, not Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson moments. I'll start. Uh, there was a they had a very short-lived feud in Ring of Honor. He was the Ring of Honor uh, uh, heavyweight champion or world champion, or whatever the fuck their big one was. And um, <laughs> he came out, he, he was a big heel, and he had the full beard like he has now, and he was angry and violent, and he was like, I will beat anybody in that locker room, I don't give a shit, which 
you know, always brings out somebody interesting. And boy, did it. Who did it bring out? Delirious. That's right, folks. Shit. The gibbering madman, almost comedy act up to that point, came out and he got the fuck kicked out of him by Brian Danielson. Holy shit. He was like tearing holes in his mask and beating him and he was bleeding all over the place. And it was absolutely incredible. The character of Delirious was different from that point on. They put on a phenomenal match together. Absolutely incredible. That is probably my favorite uh, Brian Danielson match. Um, specifically, this was this was you know back in the day, and there was a fan video made to it, set to uh, "Welcome Home" by Coheed and Cambria, and it was awesome. <laughs> Do your favorite. You can find it on YouTube. Find it, listen to it, watch it. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, Wrestle welcome fan, home. I know welcome you've got home. a good answer. Welcome home by Coheed and Cambria. Uh, ironically enough, current NXT theme song. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> tie shit around. Um, I uh, the first Ring of Honor DVD I ever bought. Uh, I don't remember the date. I remember it was in Chicago, and it was an event called Better Than Our Best. And on this match, or on this uh, event, uh, Brian Danielson defended the Ring of Honor World Title against Lance Storm. Uh, and that was a pretty spectacular match. Um, those two guys gelled very well together. I That was my first time seeing Brian Danielson, and I loved it, and I thought it was amazing. Uh, and it really, you know, gave a sense of what he was all about, you know, that whole fighting spirit, the whole, you know, everything, you know, based on technical, just technical ability, and, you know, the fact that that can be, you know, that can be something. And that also... Uh, going like three or four years later after I bought that DVD, I got to see Brian Danielson live for the first time at an event that Sorg and Lunchbox and a bunch of other Pittsburgh people were at. And that was a Chikara show in Cleveland, Ohio, where Brian Danielson made, made a bit of a run of the indies after coming back from being someone else and choking someone. Um, he made a run of the indies and I got to see him in like a little, like just hot, like you know, what was it like a like a almost like a VFW sorta like wrestling Tim Don? Yeah, I think it was like an American Legion. It building. was a moose. Like a yeah, uh, yeah. It's wrestling Tim Don's in a fucking awesome match, and it it was it was an amazing experience, and uh, I remember that experience a lot. And uh, Brian Danielson to that point uh, is one of my favorite professional wrestlers. Rios, uh, lunchbox. You stole mine. Riz? You took mine. <laughs> Did I? Wow. Yeah, I was I was going for the da- uh, Daniels, Danielson and Delirious uh, blood fest that was when he impaled his, when Delirious impaled his own hand to the uh, ring post. But to to go back to the the few years after he I mean the few months after he did what he did. Uh, I want to the, the first YouTube video I saw of him afterwards was him and Kenny Omega doing the spot that never ends. And it's, it was just him and Kenny Omega just going back and forth against the ropes, doing the crisscross and everything. And it was one of the funniest videos I've seen then. 
And if you had time, you can play that right now if you want. And I'll watch it over and over <laughs> and over and over and over again. The fans started like singing along the the the, the lamb chop song, but with the spot that never ends. And it's awesome. You need to find that one. I, I haven't been able to pull it up. I'll, I'll look for it. Sort please, of. please, yes. You, you, you run the show, sort of. All right. Well, I was, I was, I found everybody else's videos. I think, uh, and I put them all on Twitter and on the Facebook and everything. So you guys, uh, go check the board and let me know if those are the correct videos that you were talking about. And people can go check them out or put other ones and and, and put your uh, favorite ones because a lot of these are on YouTube, of course. And amazingly, I said, I, I said, I need to uh, before the thing, I need to look at this because I don't remember much of this night. Uh, but I actually have a program that sits here uh, in the studio here. It's kind of one of my mementos. I, this, I believe, was my first Ring of Honor show, as I mentioned in the past. Uh, Death by Dishonor 6 in New York City at the Hammerstein Ballroom, uh, August 1st, 2008. Four-way elimination match for the ROH Championship. Of course, had Brian Danielson. Also had Claudio Castagnoli. Hey! Hey! You know, hey, who the Zant- fuck is that? Uh, Mr. Cesaro, we saw last night. Uh, also won Tyler Black. Who? Who had a killer match. Uh, uh, I went, wasn't that a month ago? He, uh, Seth Rollins had his Brian Daniel. Or Daniel. Oh, God, I'm, not, I'm confused now. Uh, that guy. Very, very confusing segment. Yes. Brian Bryanson. And the last. I had it written down. I had to keep looking at it. <laughs> it fucks with me so bad. And then the last member of that, of course, was one uh, now not wrestling anymore. The uh, then, well, that's the wrong one. It's a couch. Uh, uh, Nigel McGinnis. So uh, I'm Brilliant. so glad that I found this thing because and I not low key relive. That's me again, or that's not me again. There I am. So uh, yeah, I, I again that was like my first Ring of Honor uh, uh, show. Uh, I had not had the opportunity to watch much of this stuff on YouTube or DVDs or stuff like like uh, it sounds like you guys had. Um, so I was wildly uninformed on this guy going into uh, everything. So. Uh, so there you go, uh, and and now it might be the height. We, I don't know what. Let's see what happens at SummerSlam. You know, what do you think? I mean, well, holy crap! I, I, did we even talk about this last week? Probably not. We went on a whole <laughs> other way, didn't we? Um, I, I got yelled at last week. So. But I mean, seriously, like, well, like you always get yelled at. Yeah, it was at that point where um, if they said any other name last week on Raw. Wow, that yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's where they were going with that, right? Um, I, <laughs> At least I hope that was where they were and going. And I know there's probably some social engineering in there. Uh, oh, wait, wait, real quick uh, 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 from the chat room. Uh, Tony Garza, PWG 100, one of the funniest matches ever. Uh, I'm presuming. I think was. that's the part that's uh, from Riz's uh, match. Okay. The, yes, it was. Uh, he says favorite dragon match: Brian Danielson versus Takeshi Morishima at the Manhattan Mayhem Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leg Kick brings up a good point about mine. Uh, the best part about that was he did, uh, at the Cleveland show. He cut a post match promo saying that he was going to go to TNA uh, and rest, and so we could see Desmond Wolf versus Lloyd Boner. Oh, I remember that. I've ever seen that video. <laughs> if you guys can find these on YouTube or anything, please put them on the Facebook board. Uh, tweet us or anything so we can share them so we can, everybody can kind of flash back them. I mean, the guys, at this point, this stuff's readily available on YouTube, you know. 
Black Kick says best Brian Nelson match was versus John Cena on Velocity in 2003. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Uh, so... But, you know, seriously, though, we're going into SummerSlam. We got John Cena versus Brian Danielson. Fuck. Daniel Bryan. That guy <laughs> with the beard that hates neckties. Um, you, you know, what What do we think going in? Are we like, is this the time? Or is this another kind of test run for him? I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think if they do it, if they don't do it solely on the fact that they don't think he's got it yet, I think that's a true shame, and they aren't looking close enough. Well, the interesting is going to be as well. Is it going to be the last match, or are we going to get like Punk Brock on there? That's a good point. You're kind of like, well, what will happen? Because it's Cena involved, but you have the Brock Punk thing. So would it be interesting? Brock, listen. Brock is not a celebrity like The Rock. <laughs> He's not going to go on last. He's barely a celebrity at all. I love this entire conversation. Okay. I really I no, I'm just I don't I I, I don't think they'll go on last. I really don't. He's not he's not John Cena or The Rock or The Undertaker. Um I think yeah, I think it'll be the um, WWE title. They're over it at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they'll they'll have him and they'll they'll get some some stuff out of it, but he's not going to be the main guy on the show unless he's fighting at Triple H or Cena for the belt at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. Can I can I can I mention how I would if they're going to do something screwy with it? I would definitely prefer Daniel Bryan winning and then Randy Orton cashing in afterwards and beating him. As mm-hmm. opposed to what they sort of did to Mark Henry, yeah. where they just let him Ooh. tap out clean. Yeah. Imagine Daniel Bryan wins the title. Randy Orton goes to cash in. Small package out of nowhere. Oh, uh, that would make my boner so hard. <laughs> and he retains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Randy Orton would be the first one to cash in spontaneously mm-hmm. and lose, as opposed yeah. to Cena, who's like, "Get ready, and Carlin's, get ready." And Carlin's is saying, uh, "Seems like a better idea is to do Brian wins Rumble on the way to winning WWE title at Mania." Yes, if that's, I don't think they're going to go to Mania with that as the money match. Mm. That is the fans match. Let's be honest. This is the fans Here, match. This is here's not what the, I'm thinking. I, I, you know, I don't think you go. John Cena versus The Rock, and then go John Cena versus Brian Danielson. Fuck! Daniel Bryan. <laughs> da- Dan- Daniel Bryan. It's going to be a hey. drinking game. Um, D-Bry. D-Bry. Call, go ahead, call to him D-Bry. D-Bry. To the D-Bry. Okay. Okay. To Your the D-Bry. boy D-Bry. Yeah. Uh, but I, somebody, somebody have a point, please. Yes, I do have a point. Okay, good. Oh, I wait, I don't even know what this point is. Wait, what are we talking about? Listen, if Daniel Bryan continues to put on matches like he did last night, he is going to win over the casual fans that are that are into uh, into Cena and Orton and all that. Dude, the kids love him. The kids love him. Yeah, look, CM Punk won him over. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and 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 fucking listed on the the cover of things. We see how crazy the fans have been the last couple weeks on Raw, SmackDown, wherever. Um, Is that going to keep up? You know, is, that hot, is he hot everywhere? It, it, I get, well, really, I mean, I think he's hot everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
I think he's gotten to that point where he can reach markets besides your casual, you know, your indie fans or your smart marks or whatever you want to call them. He's reaching beyond that. He's versatile. Okay. He showed that, you know, in his early runs. He showed that when he became a heel. He showed that when he was teaming with Kane. Like, he's, he's shown that he can do near anything. And therefore tap into near any audience. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's kind just of by saying Just by saying one word. Yeah. He can get a crowd going like that. Mm-hmm. In a snap of his fingers. They, they chanted yes, they chanted no. And they kept on chanting. Mm-hmm. And that's what made mm-hmm. him that marketable. Mm-hmm. Just that one word. One of those two words. And, that, and, and I think that shows. I mean, we had this run with him with the tag belts. It showed that he can be in it, certainly be an entertainer. He's done some really interesting things with this character over the last year, between the stuff with AJ, between the yes no thing starting. Um, he's really found and, his niche. I mean, he's found. And in his defense, like he he's shown he could be an entertainer on the independents too. He's mm-hmm. not always been entirely serious. Like I'm going to kick you in the head, Brian Danielson. Yeah. He's shown he's shown his funny side. He's shown the fact that he does have a personality, no matter what people you know thought about him or not at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a lot of characteristics that make, you know, the perfect package of a professional wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, okay, then, uh, other than that, I think I think we're all pretty pro uh, Debry. Debry. Uh, so, uh, some guys that were, were for and against, we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, kind of, well, three of them no-showed Raw that we were kind of expecting at this point odd for randy orton when it was announced that he had a uh uh, injury from smackdown we had a pretty good match with right right when i'm starting to like randy orton i know right uh and then also the wise disappeared (laughs) after what we've had the last few weeks that's kind of weird uh kind of kills the momentum maybe it's one of those things where there was just too much stuff and they bumped him off the show Uh, potentially but the weirder part was we got a promo of big show returns on raw and no big show. And no big, big show. show. Did not return on. But Raw. but we did have room uh, for a Christian Darren Young match. Or yeah. Titus O'Neil well, match. We also me. had room for that total divas. I don't even know what that oh, was. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I know all of us are going to probably watch it in general just because <laughs> we have to see what the hell this is about. Um, but is anybody looking listen? For I one? used to w- I used to watch Rock of Love Bus. Okay, <laughs> I've watched some Have terrible you? fucking terrible Good reality match. shows. I will probably watch this horrible diva show. So it's Have right you, up your alley. Have you got tested yet? Yes, I am clean. Okay. LB, have you seen the extended previews though? Especially uh, no, like I haven't. they have an extended. I prefer. Preview. You know what? In this in this instance, I prefer to go in blind. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll just like say or come out stab- blind in this instance. Yeah. Hey, Not jerking hurt. it. That's a that's a masturbation joke. Sorg made it. <laughs> Not intended, For this instance, but... I'd like to stab myself in the eyes. Foreshadowing. To make blind. Uh, just to sort of get get the point across of like the preview, there is a clip of from one of the I guess the first episode or whatever from that WrestleMania mixed tag team match they were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Where. Apparently, the reason they didn't have it was because the seamstress couldn't get the Funkadactyl's gear ready in time. Hmm. 
And then the Bella Twins walk by in like their slutty red outfits, and they're like, they say something catty, and it's like the worst acting you can ever like see, and it's it's horrible. I smell it. Are you saying this is going to be a pre-scripted reality show? No. (sighs) Hey, WWE's been doing pre-scripted reality shows since the 1800s. (laughs) <laughs> well, they, and they've been doing look it there's a web series there's a web series called burning love and it exists to poke fun at other reality shows specifically like the bachelor like programs and i can't wait to draw parallels between burning love and and total divas it's going to be absolutely fantastic burning love is going to win each and every week because it has michael ian black oh yeah that's a given there mm-hmm I, like I William want, Black and shit in a say, box. Uh, honor, honorable mentions to the Joe Schmo show. Yeah, Pittsburgh wow. dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the second one was good too. What right? is going on? What Did I ever tell you guys on? I met that guy one time? Not surprised. He's from the area out here. Yeah, like he, it was. I think uh, it was me and somebody. I don't know. But, but we were leaving your place, Sorg, and we stopped at the gas station down at the bottom of the hill, and I saw him there, and I was like. Are you there, you fucking Josh Mo? And it was. He was super gracious, really nice. Awesome. Uh, it was very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's. I, from my understanding, before that, he used to work at Betos over there on Beverly and uh, Mount Lebanon. So yeah, he's a mm-hmm. he's a local. And guy. now he's a billionaire. Now, he's been on television. Yeah, because that's exactly he what is a. Celebrity. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> um. <laughs> And, uh, what what's going? Oh, well, okay, what, what, the Wyatt's, and then well, what, were we worried about Big Show? I was sort of intrigued. I wanted to see what they were going to do. Yeah, because he's kind of showed up the last couple pay per views as like a panelist. So he's, he's actually really good at that. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. For, he should for sure. do that more. Um, and I didn't know why he was gone. Was he gone for injury? Was he just gone for time off? And they're just kind of keeping him on there. I know Kofi's been injured, of course. Uh, so I, I they also know. have that thing where like have you for, you watch the Big Show DVD right? Yeah, because he mentioned a part of it where he would get those points where he would sort of just get complacent and then like they would, he would sort of like draw back on him for a while and then he would come back like fresher and better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's one of those cases. Well, I, I think he's one of those guys that you know his age and because of his condition he can't keep going. You know no. I mean? Oh no! So and it's good that they they do that, and they kind of need to do that to keep him fresh. Because you can't just have a giant like him around all the time, destroying people or dropping out. You know, because yeah. it just kind of destroys it. Because then you'd be the great colleague. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. But no. Wrestle fan. Well, well, here's a question: What big show would you like to see come back? Do you want uh, uh, you know being everybody up big show? Do you want more of a face big show? What what, what would you prefer? I want to. I want the big show with the mullet. I want the mullet back. I don't yeah. think the mullet's coming back, man. I guess I guess I prefer mm-hmm. funny big show just because the whole I'm big and beating up guys is in Mark Henry's territory. True, true. Or wouldn't it be great if they did a Brothers of Destruction kind of thing with uh, the two of them? You know, oh, maybe he teams yeah. up and he's the guy that helps out with the shield. That could be cool. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and, and and you know, I know you're kind of like the anti, you know, him beating up people, but the punch is great. The punch is the great out I of nowhere move. It is like the best thing I think I've seen since the super kick. Because you see the super kick done to death these days, right? Especially in the indies. Yeah, that's that's you know who I'm talking about. Five now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's that? 
I said that's indie move number five now. Exactly, exactly. And and nobody can pull off the right hook because my fist is as big as your face. You know, I, I think that's really cool. And it just it does just come out of nowhere. And the way he pulls it off, you hear the smack, and it's just like, wow. I think he just knocked his head off. You know, I mean, it's so believable the way they pull it off. I think that's re- a really cool thing they're doing with Big Show right now. So you know what would be really uh, I, the way I'd like to see Big Show come back. Hmm. He comes back, and uh, for whatever reason, Kofi King- he comes back as a heel. Kofi Kingston turns heel, and they form a tag team where they're just just brutal, just beating the shit out of people. And like Kofi gets a mean streak, and uh, he'll do like some kind of like his big boom drop. It'll do it off a of Big Show's shoulders. I think that would be awesome. Ooh, Ooh. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I like that idea. I think it's gotten to the point where Kofi can't have that mean streak. Like he's he's one he of those guys that whether a, he's doing anything, he's selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they need to turn Kofi heel. I think it's they time. Need, they need to do something with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he's had a mean streak, but being a face, you know, there's a couple times where you see a glimmer of that, where they have him against, like, we had a, a thing with Randy Orton where he destroyed his car. You know, they did a great Falls Count Anywhere match with him at one point, where he, like, went out and did a boom drop on the table out in the crowd, you know. I mean, there was stuff like that. I'm like, oh, shit, Kobe's doing shit, you know. Uh, and then he <laughs> just kind of, you know, fades away. Um, I, I mean, I don't see him getting a Daniel Bryan... I said it right. Uh, kind of smart. <laughs> uh, <did>. But <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I mean, I, I don't know. I think he's going to be, I don't see he, him being much more than a mid-carder for life. You know? And that's not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but uh, He can be the next Jericho. Hey, like, yeah, it's fine. Him. Some of the best wrestlers, some of the people who are in the Hall of Fame were mid-card-esque. Mm-hmm. Coco Beware. And Coco Beware, one of them. Uh, even, even, this is going to sound bad, but Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. he was the Intercontinental Champion, never won the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. I think he main evented, what, twice, maybe? Probably. Uh, in pay-per-view situations, yeah, probably, like, but you got to think how many, you know, but I'm sure he had his run against Hogan, you know, at oh, yeah. you know, shows and stuff. But still, but still, but, he was dubbed a mid-carter. Yeah. And he's still... Yeah performed greatness it's not a bad word to call somebody a mid-carder you know not everybody's gonna mm-hmm. be your john cena you got your spot. Guy, but i mean yeah that's fine everybody has their spot you know i don't think hornswoggle was like you know walking around saying man i'm gonna main event wrestlemania someday you know he knows <laughs> where he's at you know and he's happy i mean again i go back to some of these guys should be just happy they have a job up there and doing stuff and entertaining people and 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 you know being in a position they are, you know. Hey, hey, did you know Alex Riley still has a job? I know, yes. right? I've been ready to just <laughs> yeah, where the fuck up. did he come from? I, it's just like, wait, who is he talking? What? Also, also speaking of Mr. Perfect and people who uh, were on Raw, where was Curtis Axel? Yeah, you know. Like, like there's so many people that were three on Raw. hours, and we're still missing people. What are we doing here? Other than we did give like a great 35 minutes to Daniel Bryan, but uh, it was it was an incredible Raw. I didn't yeah. miss any of those people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, but we the have match, how the many hours? Match was on, good. Sorry, go ahead, sorry. I said we have however many hours for them to pop up of television so i was gonna say the gauntlet match was obviously great Mm -hmm. i mean you know we can't talk anymore about that i actually have to also give credit to uh 
Del Rio Sheamus. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a phenomenal match. Yeah. Like, I, that was the best match I've seen Sheamus wrestle in, like, decades. With, he needs to, like, get giant Sheamus bruises on his legs more. Yeah. With yeah. His thigh that looks like Rick Rude now. <laughs> it does look like Rick Rude. <laughs> it, it's very disgusting looking. But I and, but him having that and like playing up to that the entire match, like oh, he sold that perfectly. Update: uh, Alex Riley is Alex Riley is apparently a new commentator for NXT. No, no, he's not. Gross. No, he's not. I don't know. Maybe that's a joke. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's the tapings. I don't know. I thought he was. Wait, no, I thought I'm he was behind on my NXT again or something. What's that? I thought he was commentating main event or superstars or something. Because mm. I know NXT's uh, Brad Maddox and what's his name? Yeah, it had been, but Dusty. I mean they, they rotate them out like oh good. Is minute. it Dusty? Dust? No, Dusty is uh, uh, the Dusty's commissioner. GM. Yeah, commissioner. Yeah, commissioner. Um, American. What's Green. up with the paper cuts titles coming up? Does anybody have any info on this? Hmm? Comic books. This is the comic books we were talking about earlier. Yeah, they announced it at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, it is the ones we were talking about earlier and we were making fun of. All right, They're going to be written fully. That's something. Good. I just wish they got better artists for them. Uh, I mean, this is kind of like, this is actually worse than I remember being excited about uh, Insane Clown Posse comic books that came out several, you know, uh, God, ten years ago. Um, but not being impressed with the artwork itself. You know? Um... Riz, what are you doing? I have Riz crotch. Okay, you dropped it on top. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm back. I, oh my. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Save How could that? you Save not that? show that to the I viewers? I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought he was giving our new promotion. Wait. I thought maybe he was giving a new promotion demonstration. You want me to like whip it out or what? Oh, no, foreshadowing. That's a crotch. Huh. We had a call Look at that, that Riz Peen. This the thing that's closest to me, and that's why it was like kind of freaking me out over here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Riz Peen. Yeah. So I, okay, great. Another comic book. Do we remember the last comic book? Um, guys, comic books. Where do we remember any? Was there the one ever from any WWE, good uh, WWE magazine. comic book? No, there was not. What's that? WWE, what's that about the WWE magazine? Uh, the one that was on the back cover, the back of the WWE magazine. I, I forget what that guy's name was. He was with WWF magazine, I think it was. Okay. And it was just him going through like different scenarios of with wrestlers and all that stuff. I forget what his name was. Are we talking about the one I, where they like use the action figures? Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember oh, that. Oh yeah, That's WWE magazine, but yeah, yeah. That was cool. So, um, have I have I talked on here about getting? I I got a subscription to WWE magazine digital. I didn't know that was a thing. It, it's. Really? It has to be a thing. It's, it's on the commercials. Well, yeah. Hey, get it on the iPad. We live in the future. It's got to so, be a thing. Um, yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll make a point to uh, do a little bit of review on here of it. I'm, I'm, you know, I got my first issue like, uh, weeks ago, actually. And I'm sure the next one's probably coming up soon. Uh, but uh, but no, it's, it's pretty cool. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into that in a, in a future episode. Then. Make it no uh, can we can we Can we touch on one more news story? Sure. One more. <laughs> and we'll get out not. of here. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Good. Is, is TNA dying? Yes, it is dying. It is on a fast track to death. What is the latest? Because we've had budget cuts. There's a lot let's of see. shit happening. Let's see. Yeah, oh, wait, wait. We've had budget cuts. People have been let go. What people uh, have not? They had been... to cancel an event in Missouri because they fired no, the no, guy no, no, no. that was supposed to get their they license. Didn't, they didn't cancel the show. 
They still had the show. There was a free meet and greet after the show, but Jeff Hardy still charged twenty dollars for a picture. And now everybody in TNA is getting fired except Hawk Hogan. <laughs> All right. No, so seriously, they they, fi- they they just fired Jesse Sorensen. Yeah. Wow, the he's guy still there. Who broke Which his is a neck. Big heaping bunch of bullshit. The, the, yeah, the guy, guy who, who broke gave, his neck gave an company. office job because he broke his neck in their company. Yeah, and they let him go. I'm surprised. I'm Great honestly, job, I'm honestly surprised. No, okay, they've done there. that. They've done that. They yeah. released all their gut check people. They, they let uh, Madison Rain's contract run up while she was pregnant. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Like. Yep. <laughs> All of the examples of like the worst company policies a company could ever have, TNA is doing. And Matt Morgan's not there. Matt Morgan's I not there. I just realized that he's not there. Uh, Tara's not there anymore. Like they're they're, they're losing out on a ridiculous amount of people. And and the best part is today, today they had a Twitter Q and A. With Dixie Carter, of course. Where, oh my God. Where, where, where Twitter people can tweet Dixie Carter questions about TNA and how shitty of a product they've been this month. How? I mean, how can how, you be? Why? I, I, I know we talk about there's like there are TNA fans. People follow it and people are excited about it. I mean, they are out there. I've met them, uh, but how I. With all of this, and I, I know this I is this know. is news that doesn't reach a lot of the fans. I mean, this really is inside baseball with a lot of this stuff. But I mean, was T- was Destination X really any good? No. Okay. Okay. Not really. No, right. it was horrible. Okay. I'm glad. Sa- hey, Chris Saban, good for you for winning a world yep. championship, something Saban. you never would have done before. Man, Too bad Chris it didn't Saban mean anything. Is, Chris Saban is the Booker T of that group right now. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. If, if he, the difference he is, between, go ahead, Riz. Chris Saban is the band playing while the Titanic is sinking. <laughs> it, I've, I've heard it was like, it's them deterring the, the, de- detouring them away from the giant fireball that is coming. Leg kick saying, so TNA is going to get rid of all the established names and just hire indie guys like Rubik's and Greg Maricino Cherry slash Trent? Trent. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, the, the difference between, like, what happened on this week's Destination X and, and the thing that happened with Austin Aries beating Bobby Roode and winning the world title, the difference was when Austin Aries was champion, he held that belt for, what, eight, nine months? Mm-hmm. Beat like everybody he could beat in the X division. He had a good run, man. Including beating like some of the top heavyweight stars. Yeah. And then yeah. he got to the point where he's Dude, like, okay, seriously. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to get better. And I'm going to challenge for the world championship, even yeah. though I'm an X division guy. And it was a big deal when he beat him because holy shit, the X division guy beat the heavyweight champion. And it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. The difference with that and this, this. Chris Saban had an X Division title. They hot shotted it to Austin Aries for no fucking reason. Hot shotted it back to Chris Saban the week before, and Chris Saban's going to be like, "I'm going to win the championship," and he only won the championship 
because the fucking new main event mafia was around the ring. Mm-hmm. And he hit Bully Ray with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's not the same thing. Chris Saban, like, they thought, okay, who's somebody that could never in a million years win the world championship? They did it solely for shock value. <laughs> no, they did it because people would look at TNA and say, hey, this is guy's doing good now, and yeah. not realize the bigger picture going around that everybody is leaving or getting fired or hating the company. Oh, and it, I didn't even mention I didn't even mention one of the people being uh, released, Luke Gallows of the fucking Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. Like just gone. Like I don't know. I feel like they're dying, and I can't feel truly at that much I, pity for them. I feel sorry for one person, mm. and that is Dixie Carter. She is let she she. She is trying. She is trying. She's flailing. I don't know. But the people she surrounds herself with, the Hogans, the Bischoffs, the fucking everybody else back there, in that backstage, she is losing her mind. I'm I'm sorry, Riz. I have to disagree with you. Dixie's a dumb fuck. Okay. Is Hulk Hogan well, of course she is, and she can be yeah. manipulated by all these yeah. psychopaths yes, who throw down yes. WCW. Yeah, she's a dumb fuck. She doesn't know what no, she's no, doing. No, that's yeah, the point, is a problem. She's not a wrestling she business is not person. Good she's in a, the mind brain. She's not. She's not good in the mind brain. She's got rotten mind grapes. That's why she is following. Hulk Hogan's lead and mm-hmm. Bischoff's lead and Jarrett's and lead. Previously, That's why and Jarrett previously is Russo and previously Jeff Jarrett, you know. Um, I mean, it, 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 that's... She's fucking up royally. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's somewhat her fault, but it's mostly these guys because... But it's her fault because they let her do this. They yeah. let her say, hey, you can help. We can help you. And they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie McMahon, she is not. Um, as far as that family goes, because I mean, we know that we know she's like the daughter of the owner of Panda Energy and all that stuff. And this is like, yeah, I blame Panda doing. Energy for giving their daughter a company. <laughs> How about that? There you go. There you go. I mean, it's such an odd situation to begin with. I mean, then again, Ring of Honor is now owned by a, a conglomerate, basically like a smaller conglomerate. Uh, so, well, so are we. <laughs> by the tiny we got picked of, up by Viacom. I didn't tell you that. Oh, oh, is that how we got that deal that's coming up? Yes, that's right. exactly right. It's foreshadowing, getting yeah. fucked. <laughs> Look for that next week. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, guys, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Are we all mad? Are we all mad? Oh, no, I'm I learned Alex Riley still has a job. Yeah, that's a good thing to learn. What about you, uh, Amen Wrestle fan? I learned wrestling's pretty fucking sweet right now. <laughs> <laughs> like for reals. All right, it's good. LB, I learned that uh, when Raw has about ten minutes left and everybody in the chat room says I should stay, I should actually stay. There you go. Yes, you should. There you go. Did you? Don't forget. Yes. I did, yeah. I stuck around, saw the end of the Ryback thing. It was good. It's pretty good. All right. All right. Very pleased. Just stay up for my piece. 
You showed your piece. No, not that. Not. Not that. Um, shit. Uh, I learned, you know, I, I learned I love Sunday morning wrestling. Just like the good old days. That's when I watched SmackDown. Because um, no matter what's going on, whatever craziness is going on the weekend, if I have a free Saturday morning, Sunday morning, I sit down. If I catch up on main event, if I need to, uh, SmackDown. I, I create my own Saturday morning slam over a bowl of Cheerios. And sometimes I might live tweet some comments to you guys. or That's when you kind of see those kind of belated uh, 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 Facebook group con- comments from me. I have created my own time for wrestling when it comes to that. Let's so. see. Bobby learned mm-hmm. that Randy Orton wasn't on Raw and hashtag celebrity. Celebrity! Celebrity! Hot Wheels learned that D. Bry gives me major wrestling boner. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and if you're listening to us later, man, uh, all you guys on Twitter, at Mayhem Show, WrestlingMayhemShow.com, hit us on the Facebook group. Look up Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook groups. Our Hashtag WMS359. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you learned this week. Um, uh, also, even if you find us on Google+, just the Facebook page that we have, uh, hit us up on all those. Let us know what you learned from wrestling. Let us know what you're digging in wrestling. Let us know your favorite Daniel Bryan match. Daniel Bryanson Daniels. Bryanson. The American Daniel Bryan Dragonson. Yes, it goes to know that too. Uh, I, I, I took that's that the like, title of the show. What down. he just said. That's <laughs> Somebody the title write that of the down. Show. Write that the fuck down, man. <laughs> but guys, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Like I said, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We got a lot of fun stuff there. Mike's writing shit there. Uh, we just have a blast there. Follow at Mayhem Show. We're just having fun there too, guys. And, and thanks to everybody else. I know I, I know I pop I pop up and I see responses to tweets. And I'm like, who the fuck wrote that thing on there? And it's great because a lot of the guys <laughs> here on the show uh, put their input on that Twitter. And follow all our Twitters and everything, man. Uh, we, we talk about wrestling like basically throughout the week on top of whatever else we're into. Uh, like, go donate the extra time. like. I follow all these dudes. I follow Leg Kick TKO. I follow Matt Carlin's uh, uh, mainstream crap. I can't. I, I, I will get it. We'll get. It. You'll you'll see us retweeting it. Mainstream We've been doing it all Matt, week. Mainstream Matt, I think it is. Hot Wheels RWA, uh, Bobby FJ Town, the E Riz, DJ Lunchbox, uh, Amen Two Please uh, at Sorgatron. Again, uh, again, donate, donate. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, put that drive out. Uh, extra life, donate.com. I'm going to, uh, .org, .org. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to post it in the Wrestling Mayhem Show account on uh, Mayhem Show uh, Facebook page. You guys can go in there, donate to me, to Bobby, uh, to Julie, to Kat, who's also in there. Uh, just go donate. It's going to a great cause, going to Pittsburgh, going to the Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh. Excellent. Uh, we play video games for 25 hours. 25 because it's a leap day. 25, yes. Something like that. Eamon, you're over at Inspire Pro Wrestling. You, you're involved with that. Yeah. We got an event September 1st. Keep an eye out for that shit. Shit's going to be fun. And look out for all our uh, stuff on the internet. DJ Lunchbox. Uh, Twitter Inspire Pro Res. Facebook Inspire Pro Wrestling. Follow yes. us. DJ Lunchbox, you got anything to plug? Since we're in plug mode? Uh, I, got, I got something to plug no, with. No. I, yeah, at D, I'm at DJ Lunchbox on the Twitters, and uh, I'm uh, I, there's also the thoughtfulriot.com. That's mm-hmm. a little I, I updated. Uh, no, it's no, sort of, no, I don't. 
no, no, no. <laughs> Go read his past posts. They're fantastic. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. Sorgatronmedia.com. I'm at Sorgatron.com if you're interested in Google Glass. We talk about tech, video games, all that kind of stuff all over all those sites. Sorg was on us. the TV. I was on the TV. He was on the TV. Go to of those sites and you can see the link for that. Thanks. Wizardry. Thanks, Matt Carlins, for hooking us up with that. Uh, so, uh, it, yeah, it was a great piece. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, with that, guys, Mayhem out. <laughs>